to the Blackcast. It's Zach Christian Blad here for more talk on Avengers Endgame. Joined by Will Sterling. It's me. And Jeff Duray. Hey, 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 hey. And uh, our friend Zia Anderson is still with us for some of this episode Hello. before she has to run away. I have to run away. Yeah. <sighs> to be one of the runaways. Oh, God. You hope she's, not. She's, gonna, she's gonna Good Joan Jett. She's gonna be Joan Jett. Uh, no, she's gonna Joan Jett because she's leaving. A little bit more uh, Lita sure Ford because of oh. the uh, hair color, okay. but that's cool. Uh, and making his triumphant return to the Black Cast is Black Cast royalty. He's on the Mount Rushmore, the Black Cast. All right, Coltrane! Hello! <laughs> so, uh, Coltrane, we've uh, been talking a lot about Avengers Endgame. And uh, I wanted to have you on because I knew that you were going to be seeing it. So I wanted to kind of start with your overall thoughts, favorite moments, least favorite moments. We always welcome uh, division and hatred on the Black Cast. So uh, let us know some of your thoughts. Uh, I actually really liked it a lot. Um, it's, uh, it, it didn't, I, I didn't, I don't know exactly what I expected to happen, but it it actually worked really well. I just because I thought Infinity War was was phenomenal. I really liked it, so I was a little bit nervous about like how they were gonna bring it all together. But I definitely liked it. Definitely thought it was good. Um, I mean, <laughs> I I just I do have a personal thing that I I just kind of I kind of hate Captain Marvel. Um, yeah, she is a woman. Nothing... Yeah, what a dumb bitch. <laughs> uh, well, look, here's, here's, the, here's so, the honest thing of it is you're not the only person who feels that way. You know, I, I think she yeah. hates herself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, did you find that uh, she worked better in the context of this movie than she did in her own movie? Or does she just bother you so much that you couldn't, you couldn't concentrate I mean, on that? It, <laughs> the, the thing is, like, in the very beginning when she shows up, it's... And, I was just kind of like, okay. And then, like, when she, when they're, like, kind of all together and she's like, I'm going to go kill Thanos. It was just like, uh, all right, uh, okay. Like, I didn't like that. But then, like, the fact that they were just like, okay, well, where were you? And she's like, look, I got other stuff to do. That I actually liked. I thought that was actually, that made a lot of sense, kind of worked. And then when she came back at the end, I liked that. I thought that worked as well. So, I mean, yes, the fact that she was not in it a lot was good. The fact that, like, what she did in it, I actually thought kind of worked. Like, it didn't, it just sort of fit in with, like, everybody else, so it kind of really worked well. Um, so, I mean, that as far as that goes, yes, I, I thought um, she worked are, are, better is, in this than I, was, than I worried she would. Is your impression of the character at all influenced by any thoughts you have about Brie Larson? Because I think a lot of people can't separate Brie Larson uh, from the actress, uh, the actress from the character. And for me, I always use the example that I would say that Michael Stipe from R.E.M. is one of the most uh, arrogant, obnoxious, pain in the asses I've ever seen speak. But he's written a few good songs, and I'm not going to hold it against him. If you believe. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If you believe that we could put Carol Danvers on the moon. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, but I, you know, so I, I don't know. I, and look, I use this example. I think I used this example a couple weeks ago with Jeff that I always contend that one of our greatest actors today is Tom Cruise because we all know how fucking crazy he is. Mm. We've seen him jumping oh, on the yeah. couch. We've yeah. seen that maniacal laugh. And when I see him in a movie, I'm like, oh my God, I hope Ethan Hunt doesn't get hurt here. <laughs> is he going to, like, I don't even think about the fact that yeah, he's. Yeah, because you know he's actually doing that stuff, though. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I also don't think about, like, this guy is that weird guy, Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. So, 
I, I look, I'm able to separate that. So that's a, a long, meandering, leading way One to ask. One might argue that it's the Thetans taking over his body, allowing him. Well, to that's probably true. Souls. I think Zeno, Zeno makes sure that he's able to to mm-hmm. inhabit various forms. But uh, so that's my rambling way to ask: do, is, do you have a negative opinion of Brie Larson in real life, or does that have nothing to do with the way you feel about the character? I mean, yes, I yes, I do have a negative opinion, but it's but. This, the whole thing is, up until about a year ago, I had zero opinion of Brie Larson because I really didn't know who she was. And then it's just like, and I didn't know who Captain Marvel was at the time either. So the whole thing just kind of, it was just like, okay. And she had just, like, when I first discovered the whole thing, like with Brie Larson and everything, it was like right after she won the Academy Award. And it's like, okay, so she's a good actress. She's going to play some superhero I've never heard of, but all right. And then it's just like, from there, it just, everything that was just got worse and worse. And I was like, wow, she's, she's really not likable. And this is a character I've never heard of. But now I keep, now everyone's trying to tell me that she's like the strongest and the fastest. And she can, she can be Superman. She can be Thor. Like all this stuff was just, it was just like, who the fuck are you? I don't even, I don't know that. And then like the personality just absolutely fucking killed it. So that. So yes, her who, who she is outside of the movie definitely sort of had an influence, but also because I didn't know who Captain Marvel was before about a year ago as well. And with your example about Tom Cruise, the thing is, Tom Cruise made a lot of good movies before I even found out how crazy fair, he was. Fair, fair. So he kind of had that in the bank, and it's like, yeah, like I said, she was in, in that movie, The Room, like, or Room, whatever. Like, I, I saw... Like, I, I didn't see all of it, but the parts of it that I've seen so far, like, you know, she was good in it. I, I think that she's a good actress. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, like, I don't know if it was the direction that they were going for or whatever, but it's like Captain Marvel, like, the complaint that everyone, like, talked about, the people that, that, all, that, that also hated her, they just said that, like, she was, like, a plank and she didn't, like, she was just, like, a block of wood and that's all there was to it. And watching the movie, I'm just kind of like, Yep, I can see that. And then, since then, I tried to watch the, the Unicorn Store, and it's like, she's the same in that as she is in Captain Marvel, so, I, I don't know, maybe that. like she just got lucky with Room and was a good actress in Room, and the way she is in Captain uh, Marvel and Unicorn Store. Yeah, so 21 years, Jump so. Street. Uh, everyone was good at 21 Jump Street. Yeah. She's good in uh, Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there, there are a few things to dissect here. The most important one that I think we need to focus on, Will... Could Captain Marvel beat Superman? No, absolutely not. I mean, <laughs> who can beat Superman? Other, other, other than a green rock, yeah. who can beat Superman? No, can nobody. I mean, I don't, Jesus. I mean, Batman tried. Superman has the ultimate writing failsafe <laughs> in that if he just tries and wills it hard enough, he can always win. That's like, right. There always comes that where it's like, we blocked out the sun and nothing can happen. You're going to die. And he's like, but if I just believe. And he's like, yeah. and then he does, does it. And you're like, of course he can. Uh, he believes. But yeah. I'm pretty sure in the current arcs, if World Forger can convince Batman to murder Superman, he's you're keeping be up with all this? No, I just see that shit on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> but also, she couldn't beat him because he's bat, I mean bat, uh, Superman. Oh, wow. Man. I mean, look, you're making the obvious point. See. Uh, and uh, I th- just want to see the Ken character in the Marvel movies where, like, <laughs> Captain Marvel shows up. He's like, who the fuck 
fuck are you? <laughs> well, yeah. you know, who but, the fuck? But, and by Kevin the way, like, Kevin Murray's like, let's, Ken, Ken, okay. It's let, let's be like, honest. What are your fucking powers? Who the fuck? Where did you let, come let's from? Let's be honest. Uh, that's kind of roadie in, in this movie. He's like, <laughs> hey, new girl, settle yeah, down. Right. Uh, so the voice of the person you don't know here, uh, Ken, this is our friend Zia, who's on the Black House often. Hello. And she also didn't like Captain Marvel. I didn't. Uh, when you hear what Ken's having to say, uh, does that does that echo some of your feelings about uh, watching the standalone Captain Marvel movie? It does actually. <laughs> that was another one where they also were like, "Oh, this is a this is a strong female lead character. It's the first one of the movie. Look!" And you're like, "All right, I got it." And yeah, she didn't she didn't have that much personality in it, so I get it. Yeah, could, it could have been Black Widow, and I would have enjoyed and that a lot more. Because she already had character development before. It's true. Or mm-hmm. And of course, totally would have loved it if they had gone Black Widow first. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. I, Kevin Feige, call me. You're fired. Okay. <laughs> You're fired. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows how to build an MCU. A female better character than me. better than me. Okay. Everybody knows I know the female body very well. I find the interesting thing to be that uh, the oh, Captain sorry. Marvel scenes in Endgame were all filmed before the standalone Captain Marvel movie. Uh, that's so crazy to me. Yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, you've no. got a better handle okay. on the character before you do your own movie. Because I, I don't know, just I, I, I was surprised that yeah. uh, that was the case. Does that surprise you to? hear that Ken I mean pleasantly yes I was <laughs> I, like because I didn't know that at first and then it was only again more recently that I I heard that and I was like okay that that helps and so you know because by that point I'd already seen Captain Marvel so I, I was already like wow that sucks and then after that is when I found out that she had done the scenes for Endgame first and so I was like well maybe that'll be better and turns out it was um, sort of a uh, a question that's basically designed just uh, to have fodder for the podcast. Um, I feel, <laughs> look, a lot of people were very critical of the uh, Captain Marvel movie and the character. I feel like she works really well in the ensemble here. Even though she's very cocky about how powerful she is, she realizes she actually needs some help. I think she works really well in an Avengers movie. And I felt because people are making a very unfair comparison. Like, what was a better movie? Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman? I'm like, okay, well, that's there's sort of an obvious answer there. You yeah. know? You're going to say Captain Marvel? Well, <laughs> that's why I said it. No, but I would say that she's better in her team movie than Wonder Woman was in her team movie. Of course. Because, her, te- because her team movie was garbage. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I think that they... <laughs> I think that comparison. What they, they, well, that's what it's going to say, is I think that what they need to figure out to do with that character... Look, at some point, they're going to have a movie where there's team-up. I thought that Wonder Woman worked really well in Batman for Superman. So she works well with characters. uh, And I'm like, oh, I like Carol more interacting with other people. Like, I love when, you know, Spider-Man's like, hi, I'm Peter Parker. And and she's like, hi, Peter Parker. You want to give me that fucking Infinity Gauntlet, kid? What were you going to say, Jeff? Uh, Again, even even that works. I like it. It just, because she didn't seem like, oh, I'm better than you fuck off. It was just, like, part of the team. Like, here, my turn to pick it up and run with it. Like... Totally worked. Uh, I was just going to say, this harkens back to something I said, I guess, a couple weeks ago now, which is I just feel like Gal Gadot was better casting for Wonder Woman than uh, Brie Larson has proved to be for Carol Danvers so far. I still think that I trust in Brie Larson's talent because I've liked her a lot in a lot of things, and I was very excited when I heard she was going to be part of the MCU. So I'd like to give her the benefit of the doubt that she'll figure it out and that she'll get better and that maybe right now it's like people are just like getting a little antsy and, and getting on her case and she just said a couple dumb things and she'll have like learned the lesson on when to keep her mouth shut and when to like 
speaker opinion on things. I, I don't, don't know. She's gonna. How dare you tell her to keep her mouth shut? It's a it's a lesson that literally everyone in the world needs to learn. Like there are times when you need to not give your opinion. Need to learn oh, I do it all the time. Right. I only yeah. do this like crazy ranting here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if you, you know, working in the service industry, you you do best to not have an Dude, opinion. I'm getting so bad at that though. Now I can't. I've been doing it for too long, and I'm too fucked, and I'm too tired, and I'm too jaded that when people, I can't even lie to people anymore. When people are like, yeah, people are always like, why would you leave Hawaii? Hawaii is so beautiful, and I'm like, why fuck? sucks. There's drugs everywhere. Everyone's poor. There's I was drugs on food everywhere? stamps. Oh, yeah. Dude, my sister is in jail right now because she's a meth addict. And so is Whoa. half my family. Half my family is dead because of it. And that's just mine. Anyways. Then there were people I went to high school with. Meth is like a huge problem there. Or just like even when it comes to just dumb things like dishes. They're like, how's this dish? I'm like, don't get it. <laughs> like, I just, I just don't have should it I get the spam, anymore. Zia? What do you think? Should I get the spam? Or? Yeah, you should. You should no. get the spam. Oh, the spam you recommend, but not anything fried else. Fried spam. It's delicious. But yeah. Tastes like bacon. Just wants to live the movie version of Hawaii. Exactly. Like, and true. then when you get there, you're like, oh, oh, wait, a loaf of bread is is ten dollars, and I'm making seven twenty five an hour. Just kidding. Like you <laughs> yeah. know, Kawhi is this happening to me? <laughs> so, uh, Coltrane, uh, what did you think of some of the uh, overall <laughs> themes and some of the the big character arcs? Like uh, notably, Iron Man and Captain America. Love both of them. I I thought that. I thought the way that the way like the whole thing with Iron Man just worked for me because, I mean, obviously I already I knew going into it that he didn't want to do it anymore and he was like ready to be done. So I felt like the way that he that the way that his story arc in this worked really well. I was I was a big fan of it. It like when when he goes out at the end, perfect. Um, and even Captain America, I thought that that I thought that really worked well too because you know it's like he. He works the team, has that all together, keeps like, does the whole Avengers Assemble, which was a great moment. And then it's just like, hey, fuck it. I'm going to go back and, you know, spend time, like, live the life that I should have lived. And then at the end, like, you know, he passes on the shield. I thought that was fucking great. Uh, it's one of the things we haven't talked about, uh, but uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about uh, Sam taking the shield in a moment. Uh, will and Jeff both have things to say. I just I should make say, you both talk at the same time. Real fast, I want to see Chris Evans come back for one more movie. Mm -hmm. Him living in secret, basically, in the 1940s as Peggy goes out. Oh, she has to keep living the life that she's supposed to live. Mm -hmm. He can't really fuck with mm -hmm. anything that much. Just him at the grocery store. Him like He got so used to technology for like the 10 years that he was unfrozen that I was like, fuck, God damn it. We got it. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, and he's, he swears and people daily. at the store are like, yeah. language. What? Yeah. Just him and daily yeah, no, tasks. Like, uh, like a police the officer kid. comes to it's the like supermarket. Mr. Mom, except it's Captain America because he has powers. He's <laughs> uh, a stay-at-home dad. No, there's like a police. <laughs> it's amazing. He gets a ticket for swearing in public. You know, cops writing yeah. a ticket. What oh, are we going to say? Man, we can make so much money. Uh, well, first, I just thought of really creepy, like, he, <laughs> he meets his niece, Sharon, and he goes, I oh, have inappropriate no. feelings right now. Uh -oh. I'm going to recuse myself. It's yeah. yeah. a great question. Do you think that he boned Sharon Carter? No. Uh, I don't think that. I don't either. think so. I think he was a virgin until that. he got back with Peggy. But, by the way, that's not, as you said, that's Peggy's niece, not her daughter. And, Ken, if we play by the rules of the wonderful whites from West Virginia, uh, I think it's going to be acceptable, right? I mean, according to that logic, yes, it's totally acceptable. Although I still, I mean, I don't know, it's Captain America, kind of a wholesome character. You just really don't want to think about him banging any of his relatives. 
Mm. I don't think but he did. They're it. not his relatives. They're <laughs> Peggy's relatives. relatives. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other, the thing that I was holding myself back from was I was just imagining how great it would be if like Cap is getting ready to hand the shield on to Sam, and then Trump is just like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump. We're, we're gonna have to give it to Bucky for obvious no. reasons. No, you're a very fine he Falcon. Very we're closely with the Putin. Russians, as you know, we are very fr- we are friendly with the Russians. Yeah. So Bucky Putin, makes the most Putin sense. Putin says the Winter Soldier that it would be him. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about that on the black cast. Uh, the idea of Sam taking on the mantle of Captain America. Yeah. Uh, Will, what are your thoughts on that? I, I know how much you that, love the character. I want to see that Falcap suit. Okay, the hybrid would, Falcon would, Captain. Would America you be suit. intrigued enough to see a Falcap movie? You've already said you only yes. want to see. Okay, so yes. that you would see. Yeah. So uh, and uh, to bring you up to speed, I watch that show. Well, the the, uh, the Disney Plus show. Yeah. Yeah. It's that that um, story continued. They're not getting a movie, right? Will, Will has said, Ken, that uh, Endgame was a, a big part, you know, ending a big part of the game for him, in that basically he isn't going to really see anything other than Spider-Man and Black Panther movies anymore. But now I'm trying to convince him, little by little, to see some of the different ones. Um, what do you think about the idea of Sam as Captain America? I'll ask you next, Ken. I mean, you know, like, I kind of liked it. Because, again, some of this, like, I went into it knowing that some of the characters were going to go and they just didn't really want to be in it anymore. And it, I don't know, like, it sort of worked for me to, like, to have there be, like, you know, a succession plan, excuse me, for Captain America. Because there should be someone who's going to fill that role. So I kind of liked the way they did that. And I, I mean... He was as good a character as anyone to like, kind of like take the shield. So, I I was good with it. Yeah, no. I will say I will say uh, in the sense of will there. I'm I'm sort of with him. Like I would, I go see another Black Panther movie. I go see another Spider Man movie. I I would just I would be skeptical about what else I would be willing to see. Yeah, I just have to see how they play it out. But those two, yes. Anything else? We'll see what they do. I think there's a tragic lack of representation of Jewish characters in the MCU. You're not wrong. Have you noticed a single Jewish character ever? I have not. It's a good point. Um, I think uh, someone had to say it. Yeah, <laughs> look, I, I'm glad that somebody. <laughs> said Oy vey. <it>. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, look, I'm sure scientists and lawyers. <laughs> One of the other guys in the group therapy yeah. session. There's, there's yeah. some doctors. Was, yeah. there was some the doctors. other guy next to Joe Russo mm. was Jewish. I think some of the people who worked for Shield. Um, maybe, well, let's be honest. Hydra probably didn't have any, okay? Right. But just considering how they got started, <laughs> right. there could be no Jews in no Hydra. No Jews in Hydra. Yeah. I think it's actually, it's in the welcome letter. They have, yeah. well, they have, they have one, but they keep him in a cage in the basement and just bring him out when they really need the brain power. Well, there you go. Yeah. Nosferatu. Yeah. Um, Zia, you had an interesting take, and this is me asking a question I know the answer to, like a good lawyer, about uh, a disappointing thing about the idea of Sam being Captain America. Yeah, it just disappoints me because he hasn't got undergone the super soldier process, so he's literally just a dude in a suit with a shield. So, so it's like it's not. So's re- fucking Iron Man and Batman. Yeah, no, but that. But my point is, Captain America's not. Like Captain America is Captain, Captain America is Superman. Idea. Yeah. Well, morally, he's Superman. But he's not the powers. We know but that. So he's able to not get immediately smushed by Thanos when he fights Thanos. Exactly. Yeah. And Versus he can. He Sam can... should just get smushed. Like if Sam was in that position, so holding his thumb and that... forefinger, he'd just get smushed. You guys are missing yeah. the point. 
and North also, America is an idea. Also, it's a great, wonderful Bucky thing. Bucky and Cap were so much closer, so it's just interesting that it didn't go. I like what the Russo brothers said, where they were like, Bucky could still be influenced. His head's all fucked yeah. up. Like, it, he I didn't mean, go through the I, I agree with that. In yeah. the death of Captain America, this comic book, when Bucky became Cap, you're like, great, makes perfect sense. But because they had the time after the Winter Soldier story to kind of build on Bucky. They didn't have that with the movie. So, And they did have um, Sam become Captain America in the book. So I was like, I would rather that because he's worked with present-day Captain America so much and does have a former military background like the, There's a point in the 70s where the comic was called Captain America and the Falcon. And, the Falcon, and yeah. there was a point that it was Daredevil and Black Widow. Like, right. you know, you just had a lot of, you yeah. know, just pairs. Of, you know. Well, right, exactly. Also, to a certain extent... Uh, I don't know why I suddenly lost his name. Winter Soldier is like 120 years old, right? Yeah. Like he's been alive and living his life. It, he wasn't frozen. Like they he put got him back in the ice. They right? would, they would like, they would put him to sleep and stuff. But it's like they would wake him up sporadically. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying that it's like he's lived more of a life than Cap had when he just like disappeared into the ice. Mm. So, whereas like Sam is still just like that age. He hasn't had his timeline affected at all. And it seemed more like. In the life that they gave to Bucky after, uh, like, when he was living in Wakanda and stuff, it's like, that's not what he's pursuing, but that's the been right what Sam pursues. Like, yeah. Sam is well, going to be is, involved in the military no matter what. And he's, you know, reflective of today's modern values and technology and stuff, and Bucky's probably like, I, f- I f- honestly have to shit have no He's idea. got a robot <laughs> arm, and other than that, he's just <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, we're good. Yeah, I got, yeah. A, I got, a, no, should be, I got a robot time, arm and a big-ass gun. Every time in the TV show when Sam asks Bucky a question, Bucky should always be like, listen, I just got a robot arm, and that's about yeah. all I know. Listen, I just have a robot arm. That's I, about I, all I got. I do you need me to crush a door handle? Because I can do that. I think for Bucky, a lot of times, like, wait, which one's Star Trek and which one's Star Wars? See, I, that, I can't. Yeah. I, I that's don't even the know. Thing. See, so that's why Sam will be a great leader as Captain America because he'll be like, Bucky, go catch Thanos' fist with your metal arm. Mm-hmm. And then he'll do that because right. he's a good leader. Yeah. No, I, I like the I like the approach, and I like that. I'm sorry, theory, I just made the perfect case for why Sam should be Captain America. He just tells other people what to do, yeah. Bucky, and then he Bucky. flies in, he throws a shield at some people. Th- that door away. keeps closing. Can you put your metal well, arm yeah. next to it to hold it put open? So, you can use a pencil if you want it, but I kind of just want you to put your arm there. Well, you've made the case for why he's perfect is because he bosses people around, and he's a man. That's right. Because yeah. if he was a woman, a fucking man. he would not be good. No, no, he would just uh, be bossy. They could have a lady Captain America. That's fine. I, I feel like they must have. Oh, yeah, there's like, what if uh, Piggy Carter? Was uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, Ken. What were some other uh, high points uh, in the movie? Oh, and there were were there any other low points that weren't just like Ugh, Captain Marvel? Um, I mean, there's nothing that really like stands out to me as something that I I really didn't like. I mean, uh, you know, everything else like sort of worked for me. Um, so no, I, I don't I don't really have a whole lot of other critiques in that regard. Um, we talked a lot last week about Fat Thor. Wanted to get your thoughts on Fat Thor. See, I just, like, it was, it was kind of funny, but I feel like they kind of did too much with it. Like, if they had, if they had made him, like, fat, but not, like, fat, I think it would have worked better for me. It's just, like, it just seemed a little, like, okay, I see the joke you're going for here, but it seems... Sort of over the top to me. So Thor's so, like a 35 on the BMI. Where do you need him to be? <laughs> <laughs> we all know the BMI is not a real judgment of. Yeah. But it, but it is an Asgard actually. It's it's how they determine things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's terribly flawed. Uh, what I'm you, overweight on the BMI scale. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and, so and how is man. this inaccurate? <laughs> too much man. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, so uh, but did and you? I, but although I will, I will say I did I actually thought that they 
I mean, because everyone obviously is going to sit there and talk about like the time travel, like paradoxes and stuff, and why certain things should work and shouldn't work. But I thought that they handled it pretty well. Like they they gave an explanation that you could sort of go with. Like, I mean, you can. There's always still like if you're thinking about time travel, there's always like the paradoxes you can think about of like what happens if you do something in the past or the future, or whatever. But I feel like they they did a, they did a good enough job of explaining why it was going to work in this movie. So they addressed something that people were obviously going to go after, and I think yeah. they, they handled that well. Yeah, I mean, if you want it to ruin the movie for you, it can. Or you can just, like we right. talked about last week, be like, all right, yeah, they explained it, and that's what they want us to go with. So let's just well, move I feel on. Like they gave Hulk that thing. It's like either, I, what did he say? <laughs> either either it's all a joke or none of it's none a of joke. None it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, thanks for saying that. Sometimes you need that. Yeah. That's like your reminder of the audience. Be like, hey, shut the fuck up. We we haven't talked Just a have lot. Of, we haven't talked a lot about Professor Hulk. Uh, Will your thoughts on Professor Hulk? It took me a second to get used to him. Yeah, it was weird because I was laughing out loud, and I and I remember sitting next to my friend, and I just went, "What the fuck?" Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just like such a weird thing that you like weren't expecting. I feel like he wasn't as big as he was if he was no. like Rachel. No, he, he was right? not. Yeah. So like, but I kind of like. I mean, in the comics, he's been smart and in control of it before. Mm-hmm. So people are like, I think it's weird. I'm like, well, it's comic book accurate. And so weird. I like Smart Hulk. I don't. I don't mind it, but it's definitely. I was watching it and I was like, whoa. It's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. I um, guess now he's stuck like that forever. Mm-hmm. Or if he turns back I think into if Bruce Banner, it, it, his fucking shrivelly little baby. Oh, yeah. oh that'd right. be funny. He's like, take hold my strong hand. <laughs> take I, my strong <laughs> hand. Get over I, here. Honestly, I think I think if you make him mad enough, he can always go back to being Big Hulk. Will that fix his that, arm? Yeah, that could be a storyline of how to fix his arm. I mean, they yeah. said it's like permanently fucked, but if you think that it was irradiated by gamma energy to get like that, and then he just like gammas out, trying to fix it. Gamma out. Gamma. Yeah. Uh, I would have liked <laughs> there to be one Hulk out moment that was in the present day, not the flashback. I'm sorry, but no, him. that was perfect when he was like, uh, I feel like it's a little bit uh, crass, but okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that, no, that was funny. Ah, Join the bike. And stuff. Ah. Yeah. yeah, but I love I love how embarrassed he is when uh, Steve and Tony are seeing you know 2011 Hulk smash stuff, and he's just like, oh god, no! Oh, what take the stairs? Smash. Uh, what did you think of Smart Hulk, Ken? I mean, I, it was a little. It took a little a little while to get used to, but again, I could I could kind of go with it in this movie. So it wasn't it wasn't overly distracting. It was. You know, sort of, it was sort of all right for me. It was kind of meh. What did you actually love about the movie? Because it seems like we're we're picking on a couple of th- we're picking at a couple of things that maybe you know didn't really blow you away. But uh, what sequence or moment did you just think was amazing? I I actually really liked the battle when like kind of you know. <clears throat> When Thanos' army is just all lined up and, you know, Cap's there with his shield and then he's just like kind of, all right, I got this. And then, like, everybody comes back. I thought it's, I thought the way they handled the battle actually worked for me. And because it, it, it brought everyone back in enough and gave everyone who had disappeared enough to, like, come back and, like, have some moments in, in the movie that sort of worked and, that I kind of that I really did like. I liked, I definitely liked the battle. Though. I thought that was really good and really done, much better than it could have been. And especially now that now after the debacle that was Game of Thrones the other day, um, you know, it's like how how I felt like that was a terrible battle scene. This 
is so much better. So I thought I thought they handled that really well, and I liked when everybody just sort of like came back in. Well, as uh, listeners of the Black Cast know, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but you know what I like in my battle scenes? I like when they're lit and you can see what's happening. So I, I think that's probably why I don't watch that show, because uh, I don't need to see an entire episode that's lit by candlelight. Yeah. But, uh, you know, more power to people who like dragons. I don't watch Game of Thrones either. I just saw that scene. Okay. okay. The so candle fight episode is the best one. The so. So Put when, down your candle, Jon Snow. It's the candelabra. My candle wax is hotter than yours. <laughs> it's and a, then this you is the phantom yeah. of the upper room. Is here. <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, I said Kendall, and then my mind immediately went to Kendall Grove, who's a fighter, and, and he used to be an MMA fighter. Oh, wow. Put down your Ken doll, <laughs> Jon Snow. My uh, Barbie's dream home is stronger than yours. You've got uh, nothing. Zia, I, I know you have to uh, head off for uh, some red carpet excitement. Uh, so what cool. can you tell us Whoa, about? Whoa, that is inappropriate. So cool. She actually has a small red carpet in her bathroom, and she's just going to go no, stand. That's yeah. not where her small red carpet All is, right. according to Jeff. <laughs> wow. No. Oh, my. Totally inappropriate. Oh, totally inappropriate. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. You guys can't take my phrase and then ruin it, because now when I oh, say it, it's not going to mean anything. Think about what we did with... I got to find a new we do, what do we do to fine? You know? Well, fine is okay because now it's become a real grading system. It's fine. <laughs> fine. I feel like we could start our version of Rotten Tomatoes and the fine is like the middle of the road. And fine plus. Fine plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> I think we should start that. Side. Très fine. <laughs> Très fine. Is uh, just above that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, th- is this really the last time that you and I are going to talk about Avengers Endgame? I feel like it can't possibly be. Like, when the Blu-ray comes out, there'll be, like, another hour of footage, yeah, probably. We'll yeah, we'll have more stuff to talk about on Marvel Movie News, and then we'll do another the one Zack of Zack Snyder cut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I... I would love if he just recut the movies. Like, they will release my Justice League, so here's my version of yeah, fucking... I'm just gonna cut a bunch of Endgame. Yeah. I put all the deleted scenes back in. No, he's like... No, he actually does, like, a super Four cut of all 22 it. Marvel movies, yeah. and he's like, yeah, I just took all the footage that was released and I cut one movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 17 enjoy it. hours long. It's fine. Yeah, just enjoy it. Oh, uh, all right, Zia. Well, thank you for always you. inexplicably finding time to be on the Blackcast. And uh, we will uh, talk to you soon because uh, we've got Jeff's photo shoot to plan. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. And every time really you give us that. every time you give us tidbits about your life, I'm like, all right, that's on the list yeah. for the uh, the All About Zia episode, which I, I, I've already titled, Ooh. as you know. All About Zia? Nope. Zia-phobia. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I've got that. Did we ever do an All About Me episode? No one wants to hear about you. I love that. I love that you just gave him shit. I've done five shows with Will now. I feel like now I can. Yeah. Although for, for a time. Sterling silver lining playbook. Oh, be, like careful. be careful. Be careful. Well, no, you He's know what? Just there was one accessible. because it was one that was called a pound sterling. You, uh, it, Which it, one was that? The one that's really about you is when you talk Tommy about Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. I mean, yeah, but, but I share half that with Bujenski. Okay. Don't I? Look, was that its own episode by itself? Well, th- well, there was the repeat episode where it was part booze cruise, part why so. That's true. Yeah. And then there's also, you know, look, we, we got a lot about you. Just unfortunately, your now ex-wife was in the studio with you when you told a lot of those stories. Also, did which you were title? cute at the time. That's and right. Then, and now it's like. Now they're terrible. They're terrible. Now yeah. they're evil stories. Right. Did you title the Why So episode Why So Serious? Oh, man. Uh, we got to go. We got to do it again. Enough. We got to yep. do it again. Yeah. Oh, hi, Pro. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Zia, thank, thank you. you. And thank you. Uh, we will uh, talk to you. Oh, and of course, at Zia underscore land. Yep. That's uh, wait, I just have to call I just, before she leaves. Yeah. Yes. I have to say something. Because it's been enough times mm-hmm. she's been on the show. Oh. Excited. Is she like the first official lady? 
of the black cat. <laughs> well, I don't know. Our friend Amy used to be on somewhat regularly, but then she got busy. Uh, I don't know. Is the first lady. She, is she, is she started a great yes. thread. Oh, great call mm, back to the. Uh, that's a great shout out to the Burger King bathroom. Uh, I would say <laughs> that she's yes. You're the witness. you're the Melania Trump of the black cast. Wow. Oh, the first yeah. lady. Yeah, wow. the first lady of the black so cast. So go make the, the Jackie O. I, I missed what you said. I'm don't, sorry. Don't don't make me repeat it. I kind of want you to. <laughs> <clears throat> but it was a great question, and uh, I think we have our answer. Uh, I almost called you Zena, which That's would be the first cool. time that ever happened sure. to you. Nope, that was my entire childhood. People thought they were being very clever. Zena. Yep. <laughs> oh, your name starts with Z. I know another one of those. You're like the warrior princess. <laughs> yeah. Actually, both of those names start with X. Zena, the warrior princess. Yeah. No, I was. Yeah. Being stupid on purpose. <laughs> well, <laughs> such is life. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you, Zia. Uh, thank we'll, you. we'll continue. Our... To pick up the Bujenski room. Yeah. Oh, Bujenski. Oh man. Yeah. I know. She... I need to. No, I need to catch don't. up. I, yeah. No. You don't need to meet. You don't need to meet Bujenski. Oh. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you, Zia. Thanks, uh, guys. So, bye. Have uh, fun. Ken, uh, <laughs> do you feel like? Fat Thor going off with the Guardians would make you more excited for a Guardians movie. I'm asking you basically a question that I asked Will last week. I'm just kind of wondering your thoughts on that. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, I think that could be funny. I think that can that could really work. So I would watch. I, I would definitely watch that. I think that that's sort of, it, it was again a good direction to take him in. That is, you know, just sort of different from where he's been, and it can sort of like add a nice change up that I think could work. Yeah, I think uh, I think that it's an element that uh, I don't know. It adds a lot to it, and it, it could make for you know much more uh, entertaining uh, Guardian movies. Um, I'm excited I think about because they, cause they do have good chemistry. Like they they have worked together well, like in the two movies. So. I I think that it will work well in the future. Yeah, and it, it, I just want my. Uh, standalone. Well, it's not standalone. I just want my spinoff of just Rocket and Thor. That's what I really want. I've mm. wanted that since Infinity War. Skyrockets <laughs> in flight. <laughs> that that would be good. Call. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of what they have on the slate uh, that they've actually announced, it's like, yes, we have this Black Widow prequel that they're pretending it might not be a prequel, but it, it, it doesn't make any sense otherwise. Uh, but then so, that would be like, the, I just don't know why they would make a Black Widow prequel and they'd be like, well, you never see her again. Well, maybe it's a it's a way to say goodbye. I don't know. I I don't have a good answer. But maybe it's because then when my kids watch it, they'll have seen a standalone Black Widow movie and they'll be more invested in the character. You should just insert that in the phase two as you show them well, everything in no, order. But I like, mean, see, here's the thing: if it's, had a movie. if it's a prequel, you probably should because it's like, you should watch. If you're watching them in, in timeline, you should watch first Avenger and then Captain Marvel. Right. That's the way you should do it. Yes, what, Jeff. What if uh, the setting up of the multiverse also sets up an idea where it's like dying to sacrifice yourself to bring in the uh, soul stone actually just transports your soul to a different multiverse. So it's like Gamora could, the Gamora that is in love with Peter Quill could be out there somewhere, it's and true. so could Natasha. I also want to see a scene. I hope there's a, I wish the end I, credit I scene, like I wish the end credit scene of it, of Endgame was Captain America going to the planet and going, oh, fuck. <laughs> to see in Red Skull for a second and be like, God damn it. And then yeah. it just cuts. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be pretty This great. dick? <laughs> like, didn't, didn't, I, didn't I get rid of you like 80 years ago? Yeah. Um, so I, I think that there's, you know, a lot of people have a lot of questions after the movie. Like, oh, but, you know, the Ancient One says that you need to have the Infinity Stones and without them there's chaos. And it's like, well, we kind of see that without, you know, when, uh, in that, 
point where Thanos uh, crushes the, you know, he uses the stones to destroy the stones. Yet things don't go well after that point. So I think it illustrates it. But it seems like how does one use the stones to destroy the stones? Uh, in a way that like burns half his face. Okay. You know, I, I, I guess, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Can you snap the stones? I don't know exactly what maybe he maybe did. You could. I would like to have seen. I'd like to see him try. Yeah. Um. And before we go on to that, it, by the way, that was one of the most surprising things about the whole movie. That literally, because I checked my my phone, it was literally twenty minutes in. Thanos has had his arm and his head cut off. Yeah. And when like, that happened, I was like, Oh, this isn't how I expected yeah, it to go I'm at like, all. Oh, I, I figured like he was gonna, you know, just wipe the galaxy with them, and then they were gonna need the next, you know, two and a half hours right. to to mount. That's their, what I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I was really surprised. Ken, did that uh, surprise you at all? It did, but I, I, I liked it. was a good surprise because at the end of uh, Infinity War, when he's just like sitting down and just sort of like looking out at stuff, you're like, okay, I can, like, this seems like it's what he was sort of going for, anyways. So when it happened, like when I saw it on, on, in Endgame, I was like, okay, that it sort of like, again, continues that arc, but I definitely didn't expect it. I, I'm with you guys. I thought they were going to have to, you know, like spend the movie like trying to figure out how to get him. And, like you know, like have a battle that way, but so I I was surprised by it, but yeah, I thought that, again I, I, there, it there were a lot of surprises because I I had a sense for a lot of what was going to happen. I just had a feeling, you know, just that time travel was going to be involved. I knew that the quantum realm was going to be involved. But I didn't know how any of it was going to fit together. So uh, that first twenty minutes, I'm like, oh man, they just went for it. It, it didn't work, but uh, I was just really impressed by that. I think with what we ultimately had as the conclusion of this film, where the snap kills Tony, or even just seeing the other snap like brutally hurting Bruce so that he can't do it again, kind of thing, is why we had to have Thanos be able to be killed off early in the in the movie in that first twenty minutes because he snapped twice. So you're saying that Hulk can only do one snap, but this guy can do two snaps, and he's not going to be significantly weakened by it. That's a great point. Yeah. So it's like he shouldn't have been any threat to any of them. Like he sh- like Captain America could probably should have been able to just wipe the floor with a very fucked up Thanos, who's who's now had the Infinity Stones burn him twice. Mm-hmm. So somebody brought up an interesting point, uh, and I think it's very funny. We owe everything, and they should give this character his own movie, to the rat. I've thought about mm. this. Yes, that absolutely. Had, that just so happened to push the exact sequence of buttons in the van to release Scott Lang from the quantum realm. So two points. One, it's only one button. Okay. But also, Doctor Strange saw uh, 14 million possible outcomes. Yeah. So I'm going to bet in a lot of those... The rat doesn't do that. Doesn't push and the button. they're not able to. I just want to be in yeah. the writer's room where where McFeely and whatever their names are, are like, how does it get out of the thing? It's like, I got it. A rat. <laughs> Pushy's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> All right, let's do it. It's fine. It's like, it's like when you like, say a rat. It's such a more yeah. fun sci-fi way to do that, but they were like, when it's just a rat. When you say rat, you mean Master Splinter, right? I was right? just going to say, yeah. funny enough, that's the rat that ends up going down into the sewer, and then it cuts to Matt Murdock. The ooze gets on, makes him Daredevil, oh, but man. also seeps out, makes the turtle. So mm-hmm. in the next, so you're saying phase the same movies, accident caused Daredevil that caused the Ninja Turtles? That is actually, <laughs> and on the is. other side of the truck was Jessica Jones. 
Uh, oh, but that's the Ninja Turtles are actually a parody of that. That is what they say, jokingly. Yeah, yeah. That well. the stuff that the toxic thing that gave him his powers made the turtle. Uh, so we've seen some answers to what life in a uh, post Thanos world is going to be in the trailer for Spider-Man: Far From Home. Uh, you know, obviously the uh, you know the trailer goes out there with Tom Holland telling you like, don't watch this if you haven't seen Endgame. And when he speaks with his British accent, I'm like, no, don't. It, it just it ruins everything. Everything for me. Uh-huh. Just be, be fake American. Yeah. As opposed to Benedict Cumberbatch, where I'm like, no, no, just use your British accent. Yeah. I don't like your fake American. Should have been British Doctor Strange. It would have yeah. been fine. Nobody would have had an issue with no. that. No. But well, some comic book fans. He's no, supposed to be American. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but he's still Doctor Strange. Yeah, but who cares? Uh, comic book fans. Yeah. Some oh, but do. who cares who matters? Nobody. Exactly. Uh, so, Ken, have you uh, have you seen much for Spider Man Far From Home? And where would you uh, put your excitement level on that? Uh, I have not seen uh, the the trailer for that, but then again, I have not actually watched a Spider-Man movie since Tobey Maguire. Oh, so cool! You missed he kind of killed it for me, so I was just kind of like, "Ah, oh, that sucks." And then killed you because he was like, so I good. Liked him. What killed you for it? Because he was so good. Who Tobey Maguire? Yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man Three was so good. I mean, he's good in some of them. I like number one. Spider-Man too. Three is just a bad movie. Yeah. I, anybody who plays Spider-Man in that movie, it's not going to be great. You know, I, I, Sir Lawrence Olivier could have played. <laughs> Actually, I would love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah but, so I so I didn't watch. So I I haven't watched since then because for me I just I just sort of killed it. it just wasn't. I just didn't. I wasn't into those movies. So then when they were like, oh, we're going to have a new character in there, I was like, wow, that's great, but you, you kind of like blew it for me already, so I'm not that interested. And then when I saw him, like, with the Avengers, like, this worked. So I, I am more likely now to go back and actually watch the other one. But, um, you know, like, up until Avengers, I hadn't really been that interested. And, but now I am, because now... I think that he did a good job with with the character, and so I will actually be more likely to, to go with it forward. But I have not seen the I have not seen anything outside of Avengers for Spider Man. Right, right. Uh, so uh, getting back to Thanos, one of the things that uh, I, I teased last week is watching Infinity War and a little bit less Endgame, but uh, there's cases to be made for uh, Thanos uh, being right. And the Avengers are actually the bad guys who are trying to undo all of his hard work. Mm-hmm. Bec- and I point to the moment when uh, Cap says to Natasha, like, oh, yeah, when I was driving up here, I saw I saw a whale in the Hudson River. Because fewer people, cleaner water. So it's like, see? Yeah. Th- Thanos, if he hadn't had his head cut off at that moment, he'd be like, this is what I was trying to tell you. Less people's actually a good thing. It's just a bunch of bullshit, environmentalist bullshit, trying to tell <laughs> us that if we take the next five years to actually do something about it, we can start to reverse climate change. Well, fuck you, weenies. Well, no. I mean, all we need to do is just snap half the people away, and then we have as many resources. So now, China? Let, sure, yeah. China. Everything's going well in China, right? I mean, their air is well. clean, their water's clean. Yes, they're very happy. Everyone's very well. You know that you have to say you're happy. Yeah, they're very happy. Yeah, that uh, especially the Uyghurs. They're very happy. We we don't we don't call we don't call white people who pretend to be black that anymore. Well, no, we don't use that term anymore. The that's our word. This region of China is being that is our word. See, the, the pause was I'm like I'm like I think I'm gonna say it, but uh, then I didn't actually I say it. it. I learned this in my geography class. 
You, you had a geography class in college. Oh, oh, that's oh, when I, I first learned like, about. I thought you meant the, like now the Uyghur people. You I heard semi geography class. Semi geography class. Yeah, I learned it in my geography class. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that uh, I think that we end up seeing Gamora's world that uh, it doesn't actually solve the the hunger problem, uh, but. You know, the, sort of from the present day. I think we learned that in one of the Guardians movies. But uh, I don't know. I mean, he's well-intentioned. No, he just goes about it the wrong way. What were you going to say, Ken? No, I. that's the whole thing. Like, it is it is a funny way to look at it because Thanos believes that what he's saying is right. Like, he doesn't do it. It's not like he's being emotional about it. He, In his own mind, he's being logical about it, and it makes sense. So there is a certain logic to the whole thing. And the fact that the Avengers are just like, no, we want to bring our friends back and, you know, bring back to you. We lost that doesn't actually, that isn't actually going to solve the problem. And so, so Thanos did have a point and it did, it did make sense to him, which is, you know, which kind of, which does make him less of a villain because he's trying to do something that he believes is good. He's not just like, screw all you people, I don't like any of you, I think you should all die. He just thinks that it's the best, the best path forward. So there is, I, I, can, I can see that point that he's not, a, he's not a traditional bad guy, he's not a traditional villain, because his plan is for what he thinks is the greater good. With all the Infinity Stones, you can basically kind of do whatever you want, right? Correct, You can yes. alter reality and time and perception and all these things. Why don't you just snap people more sensible or happier or snap a bunch of food and resources into existence? Snap pollution out of existence? Why didn't he just do that? Well, yeah. I think it's Captain because... Captain Planet. Be <laughs> wow, Captain yeah. Thanos and the Planeteers? He could have been that. Well, Planet only had five. Or four? Five? Five. Five. Five, the five yeah. elements. Four um, elements and then heart. I mean, come heart. on. Adding heart, five that's right. I forgot. Mati. Wouldn't have been a problem. What wouldn't yeah. have been a problem, Ken? Adding five more people would not have been a problem. No, no. But, all four Captain Planet. <laughs> the, the thing was that uh, up until the point where he starts to actually get the stones, this is what Thanos was doing. He was killing half of the populations. Right. So this is just sort of the logical progression. So I, I think that... You're forgetting that he is uh, referred to as the Mad Titan, so he's not. He doesn't have the best sense. Yep. I no, thought it was Mad Titan, man. Just because him being the Mad Titan, like, sort of plays into it because he might be crazy, but it, but what he's doing, he thinks is right. So it's not like again, it's not even like when he's try when he's like wiping out half the population without the stones. He's doing it for a reason that he believes is right. Like, yeah, he might be crazy, but just because yeah. he's crazy doesn't mean that in his own mind he's not trying to do well, the right thing. I think those are your best villains, like Killmonger from Black Panther. It's like, up until a point, you're like, oh, yeah, what you're saying makes sense. Like, oh, nope, you went too far, you know? And it's, uh, sure. you know, in, in another franchise also owned by Disney, Kylo Ren, it's yeah. like, what well, kind of makes a lot of sense. I love that speech. Yeah, you're like, yeah, let's, let, makes him a good let's do something new. They're, yeah. they're both basically, they took the Howard Dean approach, right? Like, you were Woo! doing good, and then they just went, <laughs> That was the snap for Howard Dean. <laughs> that was definitely the snap for yeah. Howard Dean. Yeah, they... I, I, I have no idea what you guys are referring to, because I have not, uh, as far as I'm concerned, Everything up to, um, oh God, Rogue One. I, I'm 
I, nothing after that exists to me. So. So wait, did you see the la- Did you see uh, the Force Awakens? So, yeah, he saw or? Force Awakens. That was cool. But after that, <laughs> so I, 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 I've talked to plenty of people who are like, yeah, those prequels were so bad. I'm not going to see anything else. And I'm like, okay, that's a that's a reaction to that. Sure. I know people that are like, uh, you know, like I just, you know what, I'm just going to stick with the the three like good ones, you know, from my childhood. But did you see Force Awakens and then we're like, all right, no, I don't need any more new ones or? Okay, so yes, I saw Force Awakens. Of course, again, I saw it, you know, for the first time 20, 30 years ago, whatever. But okay, all right. <laughs> sure. Uh, it was Star Wars again. You're like, oh, okay. And, but it's, <laughs> there's so much that I don't like about that that it's like, all right, you've already, you're not helping me at all. And then, oh, God, the, the next one, the, the absolute abortion, um, I just, uh, is. Ugh. You're talking so about again, you're talking about the Last so Jedi, again. which which by the way I, I I wouldn't use the word abortion, but I I was not a There's fan. There's plenty of, of red are on you that planet. About, <laughs> are you talking about the Last Jedi or Attack of the Clones? Which is the one that we're because you said the Force Awakens was twenty years ago. And that's no, no, no. True. He's saying that it's the same. It's the same. Well, I think he means like forty-five years. You're, you're basically saying that oh, Force the Force Awakens, Awakens the was yeah. So it's the oh, same oh, as oh, a New Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. a rehashing of the original. Yes, story. yeah, because it's like time specific. No, no, no. The majority of the Star Wars movies are about blowing up the Death Star. Yes, you know, there's there's variations on the themes. But correction, only three out of eight. That is not a majority. Four. Because well, because he, Rogue One is about the Death Star. That's true. Okay, but then then there's nine, ten it's the prequel. To then there's ten. Up the Death Star. I, I haven't. Yeah. So it, it, so, <laughs> so it's only four out so of ten. The, still not half. The Bam! original trilogy, two of them are about that. <laughs> two, yeah. and then we have uh, Force Awakens, yep. and we have Rogue One. That's four of of ten. Look, I'm not convinced that Episode Nine isn't about blowing up the Death Star. <laughs> true. Okay. Well, I, I here's how I know it <laughs> isn't because we already saw it blown up in the background. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Ken? No, I was gonna say like in in the trailer, like they show the like the blown up Death Star in like the new fucking movie. Yeah, they do. Yes, no, I know that's true. What I like is that uh, one's just about blowing up the remnants of the Death Star. They're like, why don't we just fucking shoot lasers at it, like for target practice? So the whole last hour of the movies, everyone's like, isn't this fucking fun? <laughs> Throwing lightsabers at it. Yeah, <laughs> well, you might as well. Just it's literally it's like not a movie at all. It's just, just like a bunch of guys them. throwing shit at I mean, blown up Death Star I'd for two hours. I'd be more interested in that than a lot of different things. Uh, we, we, we've definitely uh, jumped franchises. Uh, so let me ask a question that's uh, I actually have no idea what the answer is. Are you excited for the new Godzilla movie, Ken? Actually, kind of, yeah. See? Chris, yeah, I'm the only one. I'm the only why? one. That's what, Have you seen a single second of any of those trailers and not been like, this looks really fucking cool? Yeah. Because the it, last one wasn't. You it looks like everything you like wanted the from one? the last one. Uh, it's got 11 didn't in it. Did you see Skull Island? Kong Skull Island? No, I didn't see that. That was great. No. What? I, 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 you didn't God, see you it? Are, I, oh. you, I, I didn't see it. Sorry. It was great. Yeah. Brie Larson. Brie Larson in that movie. Yeah. Oh, well, now she's actually good in Now you just guarantee that Ken won't see it. I liked her in that movie. So is Loki. Well, and, but again, like, for, yes, he as was. far as that goes, everything, like, I didn't see anything else really, a whole lot of her before that, but, I mean, it just seemed to me that after the Academy Awards, her acting has gone downhill. But before that, 
might have been fine. So Nick Fury is in Kong Skull Island as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do like him. Yeah. He's and two of the members of NWA from the movie. Nick Fury. Yes. <laughs> Nick, Nick Fury is also in Snakes on a Plane, which is a fantastic film. That's true. That's how he got his eyes scratched. I would like to get rid of these mother frickin' snakes on this mother frickin' plane. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What if? So what there if, wasn't a cat. What if, what if Nick Fury lifts up the eye patch and a snake oh, pops out? out. Of it? Oh. It's like one of those. Uh, hey, would you like some beans? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like one of those snakes that jump out of the can. Yeah. Just illustrating for the audience. I was trying. I always love those because they're things that. that no one would want. It's yeah. like oh, it's a can of beans. Like, yeah. why would I oh, open I a can of with beans. a plastic lid? What's yeah. wrong with you? Well, maybe we'll do an all spoilers edition of the Black Cast where I just let you talk about Godzilla, and I'll just be like, and you'd be like, doesn't that sound cool? I'd be like, nope. Even if I paid for you to go see, it? I'd probably go then. See, you yes. buy, wait, wait, is Jeff gonna buy me popcorn? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, and by buy you popcorn, you mean buy myself a popcorn, dump it into a bucket that's for fine. you, and then yeah. get another popcorn. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jeff. That's what buy me popcorn means. <laughs> yeah. Good. Then we're yeah. good to go. <laughs> Let's go see this. Uh, Coltrane, we will have to have you back on the broadcast soon to uh, Christian's gonna love it. And talk gonna about he's a piece of shit for but doubting it. But yeah. what if I don't like it? Like, You're gonna what like if, it. Okay. What if, if you campaign for this to win the Oscar because it is your favorite exactly. film of the year? Exactly. Uh, no, because I'm already I'm already campaigning for Endgame, so I can't uh, I. Can't can't take on another thing. Uh, Ken, we're going to have you back on the Blackcast very soon because uh, we have not dipped into Coltrane's Corner. We've not gotten nearly enough news oh, from the Daily, Daily Mail. Mail. Mm. We haven't even really talked about Mr. Kraft uh, and the... Uh, Is the Daily Mail like Daily M-A-L-E? No, that's the that's the site that uh, that I go to that I don't admit <laughs> on the Blackcast. Yeah, with Daily like Dick of the Day. With Dick of the Day, the OTB. Well, you know what? You know they're actually the ones who started caulking a sock. Caulking a sock. Uh, so uh, Coltrane's all all is good in uh, in New England. Yeah, everything is uh, okay over here. Uh, have you been approached to manage a branch location for Orchids of Asia near Gillette Stadium? No. Would but you? I should be yeah. because I would be great at it. That's what is, I'm saying. You, you you would be a great talent scout. How is the city handling their first playoff series loss of the year? I mean, I feel like because the Bruins are now in the Eastern Conference Finals, that it just sort of went under the radar. It's like it's it's not as big a deal. I mean, you know, they started with the Sox and the Patriots. Now the Bruins are like you know moving on and. They have a really good chance of, of like winning the Stanley Cup, so I feel like the Celtics imploding is not that big a deal. Like a little bit on Sports Talk Radio, but since there's still like there's still Bruins to talk about, it's not really it, it's not as big as it could have been. Well, and the Red Sox are having a bang up season, right? So you always have that. <laughs> Listen, they're still the champs until someone else is the champ. So. Well, it doesn't matter how they how they are right now. They still are the champs. And Coltrane, you're always the champ of the Black Cast until somebody tries <laughs> to challenge you for the throne, for the Iron Throne. Uh, super interesting to you specifically, fact because I know how much you love hockey. In the Western Conference Finals right now, St. Louis is playing, and they were literally in last place in the Western Conference in January of this year. So, so they I'm went sorry. from last place in the conference to in the conference finals in the playoffs. I, I haven't been able to hear anything since you said St. Louis in the West. Yeah. So no one, no one, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Will's geography class would have taught him that uh, St. Louis is in Missouri 
and that is not in the West. What about Nashville? Is that West? No. But they're also in the West. What about the Winnipeg Jets? They're in the West. Or are they? They're, Actually, they're I don't in know Canada, that one. So Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you nailed it. Canada. <laughs> All right, Culture. We will talk to you very soon. We'll have to uh, we'll have to carefully curate some very important topics for a future Coltrane's Corner. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Thank you, sir. We will talk to you soon. And uh, Will and Jeff, we're going to wind things down here. I think there may be more conversation to uh, have about uh, Endgame in the future. But uh, in terms of our conversation about it, uh, Jeff, you feel like there's anything that any stones that have been left unturned? I know you and I spoke about it for this is the third one where you and I have spoken about it. Yeah, no, I feel like we've really covered everything in the movie, which I mean, I, I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm excited for this to come out on Blu-ray and stuff because this is really a movie where I'm, I'm going to enjoy the behind the scenes and like the featurettes. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to be one where it's going to be well worth it. Now, you recently saw, I think, IMAX 3D, right? Mm-hmm. Was it just like, oh, okay, that's interesting? Or do you, did you feel like, oh, wow, it really added to the movie? Which IMAX? Which uh, one? The one in Burbank. Okay. So my my take on it was it was definitely cool. I enjoyed it. There was there was definitely a point where watching the 3D IMAX was like, oh wow, yeah, this is like. But at the same time, it's like it was well done because it. I didn't feel like oh, I'm just sitting and watching 3D. It's just like I love it when I'm watching a 3D movie and I basically forget because all that's happening is they're just showing me depth on right. the screen. Right. So Case in like, point why we don't need it because that's a fucking cinematographer's job. Right. I mean, I, I don't I don't love it. I do want to see this movie in I, probably IMAX 3D because, you know, once it's out of theaters, it's not like it's coming yeah. back. Well, it's definitely it'll cool. The end point, battle you know is, what I mean. is probably worth it. That's like, kind I'd of what say I was it's thinking. It's definitely really cool. And so having seen it in 3D, like, I didn't regret it in any way. So I don't know. It's, but it's just not like, whereas Spider-Verse, I felt like there was a demonstrable difference of like, no, this movie you should go I, see. I was 3D. glad I did because it, it, it animated, obviously, that made sense. Well, I, what was the last time you saw something in 3D? Uh, Spider-Man. I, okay. Uh, but again, that kind of makes sense because... Uh, it, I didn't think it... I didn't need it. Right. Well, I, see, I, I had seen it too. I didn't walk away going, man, I, I'm really happy I saw it in 3D. I was like, I, you forget. So it's all... Yeah. I know mm. that there's some depth and stuff, but your brain is trained to just like... You can only process information. So like, I just think 3D is stupid. Uh, even for Godzilla? Yes. I wouldn't see that in 3D. But I could see how a movie like that, it would certainly add to Sure, the, anything full of special effects or animation mm-hmm. would add mm-hmm. to it. Like you wouldn't I definitely see, think like, we should see Godzilla in IMAX, though. Yes, not 3D. I do like IMAX when it's done well. The you know, like, IMAX. That's uh, the one to see. That's a good one, yeah. yeah. That's, 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 that's like the Jordan Furniture that's one. Like that's, the real, that's the real one. Yeah. Hey, Ken, are you still there? Yep. <laughs> Did you ever see a movie at Jordan? Where's that place that you've talked Jordan's, to? Have you ever gone to a Jordan's Furniture to see an IMAX? No. <laughs> It sounds no, so crazy. That's why I figured I'd ask him. It's yeah. not like it's yeah. He I, Ken knows what I'm talking about, right, Ken? I, I know. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. But there's there is not a Jordan's furniture that is convenient enough for me to to, to for it to be worth it for me to go. The, I think there's yes, one. I know what you're talking about, and no, I haven't gone. There's one in like Reading, which is like 20 to 40 minutes outside of Boston, and it's one of the bigger screens, like in that entire so region of the there country. There is a chain of furniture stores, yeah. that all also mm-hmm. double as IMAX screens. Yes, they used to have they used to have like the 4D style um, movies, like before IMAX Smell became more vision. popular. Yeah. They were called Mom, and so it was like <laughs> you go, it was like the moving experience of the theater. Blah. 
Yeah, what <laughs> and that's called? exactly what, what they, they call that now. And the, don't they have those four D? That's four D. No, it's like a four D experience or something. Like that theater over by the Howard Hughes Parkway. Whatever. I don't even know what chain that is, but they they call it like XD. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and I had that experience wasted on the uh, most recent Terminator movie. So uh, it, did it move you Genesis. around? Like how did it? How that work? No, it. Uh, I, I I actually they just squirt shit in your face. <laughs> yeah, because because oh. that's all I think about. I saw some stupid fucking Shrek 4D thing at the Universal Studios like oh, theme yeah. park when I first moved sure. out here, and it was like some stupid Shrek thing. I was like, oh okay. And I was just sitting there watching the movie, and then there's a point where Donkey sneezes, and then it. <laughs> Blows some shit they in your face. They had that at California. And I just thought yeah, it was well, so fucking that, That's why I call that effect Muppet Vision 4D. Yeah. Because they, they had that. Yeah. But they had the Bugs Life one. And I remember the first time I saw the Bugs Life one, there's a little bee stinger <coughs> that stings you in the back while you're watching the thing. And it's like, the first time it happened, I don't know if I was sitting really flush up against the seat, but it was like not gentle. It was like, there's a bee. And I was like, ah, fuck. Because like, <laughs> this sharp little plastic thing just like. Stabs you in the fucking back, and I was right. like, "This is not forty at all. This is bullshit." Well, <laughs> I, I, you know, when I saw that for the first time, that was the first, last, and only time I ever came at Disneyland. So on that, <laughs> he, he had his butt right in the perfect spot, <laughs> yeah. just floated right above it. Look, I, I'd been coached. I kind of knew how to sit. <laughs> anyway, on that note, uh, I think that uh, this chapter of the End Game is now at an end. But uh, tune in next week. Rob Lorch always does an extensive reading list before. You know, so if you uh, heard our episode before uh after infinity war and after uh captain marvel like literally like 200 comics so uh, i always like to to get the comic book perspective because i read a comic called the infinity gauntlet in like 1991 and that's like all i really knew about thanos and there's some imagery from those comics that you actually see uh him sitting uh on the porch at the end of infinity war and then also like the thanos armor scarecrow there's some of the things that you you, they're kind of yeah but they're like literally taken from from a panel in the mm-hmm. comics, so I always, I always like getting into that level of stuff. Yeah, I've seen on social media again, like uh, random panels of like a, it's a obviously some sort of alternate timeline or something where Frank Castle is now the cosmic. Um, ghost he's a, Rider. He's, well, yeah, yeah. So he could be the cosmic Ghost Rider. Yes. Yeah, and he has gone back to try to kill Baby Thanos, but then doesn't kill him. So then Thanos grows up to be the Punisher. He like raises Thanos to become the Punisher Thanos. You know, I don't want to. Like a terrible. I just say I don't, I don't want. I don't want to judge, but that sounds stupid. Yeah, that's <laughs> really yeah. dumb. Yeah, but I would uh, love if that was the culmination of the next couple of phases. <laughs> Me just <too>. to wash. <laughs> phase nine. <laughs> <Yeah>. Phase <laughs> nine. Phase nine. We have no idea what to do. Yeah, Thanos oh is God. the Punisher. Right. The then you could have John Bernthal and just. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm Thanos. You trying to shoot me? As far as I'm concerned, there's only one Punisher, and that's that's our man Frank Castle with all the fat beats in the bean. It's the hottest hip hop in the bean, but also fat beats. You would say the hottest hip hop in the bean. Hottest hip hop in the bean. Also, I hear you Also, the hottest in the bean are Frank Coltrane. Coltrane, who is on Twitter at Coltrane Leaks. I, I don't know. I, I with the spam bot. Yeah, what happened? The spam bots decimated the Coltrane Leaks uh, Twitter account, didn't it, Coltrane? I mean, it did. And then the last season of Ninety Day Fiance sort of killed it too, because I haven't really been on there a whole lot. Because I I really hated a couple of the characters, and mm. I was just like, fuck it, I can't watch it anymore. I mean, I will go back to it eventually, but In right days. now, still still out on it. So. I'm not posting all the time, which means I don't even know. There's probably like three people on there, and all three of you. So I mean, you've got a hundred. You've got 183 followers. You know, 
And, hey, look at that. That's 180 more than I thought. And <laughs> the, it's a real 180 from what he was saying. The last, uh, the last tweet that you have that's not a retweet is Gladys Knight with the performance of the night from 2319. He's glad it's night. We're all glad. Oh, it's from, you mean from the Super Bowl? Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Well, it sounds about right. But that's all right. I think people should follow you there. And you can follow Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore. That's right. And you can follow our uh, departed but still alive, just not in the studio anymore. You can follow Zia at Zia underscore land. And you can follow me at Christian DMZ. Like The Blackcast on Facebook at Blackcast. And, of course, Blackcast. Dot com. Chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. <laughs> I'm not quite sure why you said it, but I, I love I, that. I don't know, but it just came to my mind, so yeah. I said it. So we will see you next time on America. She's chopping broccoli. 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 Chicha <laughs> <laughs>